90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Highland. We are back again. You know what? I say that every time and I think, duh. <laughs> After I say it, like, we're just happy to be back. We're happy to hang out with you guys every week. Kel, Adam, how are you? I'm great. This just reminds me of a guess who's back. Back again. Shady's back. Back again. That's it. I haven't he- I haven't heard from Shady since he did the Super Bowl, so I'm not sure if he's on vacation or what's That's going- true. <laughs> That's Shady. I snuck away in between episodes, and uh, I didn't see him in Mexico. No, so he wasn't uh, there. But you did see a Quebec license plate. I did. <laughs> in like, Mexico? Not even just Mexico. Like, I, and not even as specific as Cancun. Isla Mujeres, which is a ferry ride about 18 minutes off of Cancun in this small little island. And not just small and little, seven kilometers long, <laughs> which for our friends in the States is what, four miles? Four miles, yeah. Right. Four yeah. miles long. Super cute. Principal mode of transportation, a golf cart. <laughs> oh, I so love this. Super, super fun. Beautiful weather, blue skies, blue water, sunshine, everything great. And then uh, outside our building one day, we see a white van pull up and park and people get out and we're like, is that a Quebec license plate? Because how did that happen? We thought we were here alone. <laughs> um, so there they were. They found paradise too. Good for them. Yep, that's nice. Yeah. We're happy you're so, back safe, Sharon. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm happy to be here too. And we are ready. Yeah, before to, you do uh, the uh, the big uh, rundown of what the show is, I just want to congratulate you on uh, almost a full week of morning show action. So ah, congratulations. Thanks. and uh, Bravo. <laughs> you're kicking <laughs> thank you butt. Thank you very much. Taking numbers. Yep. Uh, it's, you know what? It's super fun. And I am fortunate. I was just talking to a friend of mine and I was saying, you know what? I'm used to working by myself. And I realize as I'm looking at my two friends on my screen here that I'm used to working by myself in radio. Thankfully, I have a team experience uh, with you guys to draw from uh, moving forward and working with two people on uh, on our new radio show. So thank you guys very much for being supportive, but for also giving me uh, great inspiration all the time. We're happy to help, Sharon. Happy to help. You're good people. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. Um, and we have got uh, a lot to tackle. And funny that while Scream 5, it might be out of theaters by now. How long? You know, like we were it talking about fast. the movie just a couple of weeks ago. No, I'm pretty sure it's still available. I obviously, thought it was so good. Yeah. Yes. And they're already talking about a sixth. Yes. What? Ah, and if that happens, it might affect another one of its stars. Uh, we're not going to talk about her so much. We'll <laughs> we'll tell you what doesn't affect that star's daughter. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm trying to create a puzzle here. Uh, <laughs> we've also got new music news from one of the great bands of uh, our favorite decade ahead of our actual favorite decade. So from the 80s and some concert info for another one of the great modern country bands. Great news. Uh, Kelly's trivia, 90s rewind, that'll take us back to 1997. And since we've had a pretty good record of finding some news on J-Lo over the past few weeks, we've got another angle, just how one of her co-stars feels about working with her. So I figure, let's start there. What's going on? Well, it's Josh Duhamel's got something to say about J-Lo. Kelly, what does he have to say? That he loves her. He loves her. <laughs> I love him. He's such a cute boy, and he seems like he's super into whatever he's doing. And he was, I think he's actually engaged now also in, in uh, because he was with Fergie, Fergie and they uh, called it quits, but he's with someone else now. And I think that they're all happily co- co-parenting, little Axel. 
Very good. Hmm. Co-parenting is such a, um, it's such a, uh, a modern reference for the 2000s. Like conscious um, uncoupling, Sharon? Exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I think it's rooted in the fact that people are making smart decisions uh, for the, you know, uh, better outcome for their young families. So mm-hmm. that can't be bad. No, can't be bad. Love Jello. Unless there's allegations that it is bad. Yeah, yeah. unless there's allegations. <laughs> but back to uh, JLo and Josh Duhamel for a second. It's the shotgun wedding, which we talked about on uh, uh, on 90s Now a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did he refer to her as? She is a boss. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us something we don't know, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she does yep. everything, right? So it's no surprise that uh, he'd be wowed by her prowess. If memory, if memory serves, by the way, that was the movie she was filming when things went sideways with uh, her main man at the time, Mr. Rodrigo. Uh, not Rodrigo. That's Olivia Rodrigo. Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, the first time or the final time? I think the final time. Right. Yeah, because I, I remember – because she filmed some of this movie. I don't know if all of it, but I believe she filmed some of this in Mexico – and Alex went down there, I think, to salvage things. I guess about a year ago, actually, like March of 21. And they were together because there was paparazzi shots, of course. And then, uh, yeah, it wasn't that long, like, you know, a few weeks later that they called it. They called it. So. Imagine, though, um, we're having trouble in our relationship. And I know you're super busy at work. But I'm just going to come down there to your super busy work location <laughs> and try and make you know that I'm okay. Maybe Typical he was summoned, A-Rod. though. Maybe he was summoned. Oh, maybe. I like that. Because she's a boss. Why? She's a boss. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. Well, good for uh, Shotgun Wedding. When are we getting that again? That's uh, summertime? soon, right? Like in, a, like in a, is it a couple of weeks or a month? It's soon. I hope so. Can you hear the sound in the background? I can hear a little. Is that your light? No. It's no. the dog. That's, what's the doggy doing? Shadow. The twelve, the twelve pounders scratching out the surface of a pillow, because you know how they have that <laughs> instinct to do that. So he's having his way with a pillow and a hoodie at the moment. So he's, he's doing fine after his dental surgery yesterday. <laughs> and the release date, uh, the release date for Shawgood Wedding is June 29th. Oh, That's perfect! It, Good job. So we've right still got a few months. It's fun. There's something fun about looking forward to a movie in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. It's like and a thing because you don't have to dress up to go out there, like living in Canada. Yeah. Oh, the layers. Oh, I started yeah. going back to the movie theaters recently. Oh, it's so had. much fun. Like I, I would I used to never go and now I'm going close to once a week. I love it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, this that, one'll be another one because he described it as as uh, Josh Duhamel described it as a a funny bonkers movie. So, that says <laughs> summertime to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Funny bonkers. So I like that. Funny bonkers. Jot that down. Word of the summer. Um, hang on a second. That's here. a Lost bumper sticker. Funny bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're ready for some trivia, Sharon. Uh, line it up, man. Let's do it. Uh, 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing to the bong. Uh, these are epic questions. Get ready on the fun cards. Woo. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll start with um, we'll start with hobbies, toys, and games. Uh, yes. Pokemon started with games created for which slamming Nintendo console? Adam, go Adam. 
the Game Boy Color. Can I give it to him, Sharon? Because it was Game Boy. What do we say? Yeah, sure. Well, I wanted to say Game Boy, and I was like, I'm going to be more specific. I've never even heard of Game Boy Color. Versus Game Boy Black and White. Oh, (laughs) okay, to be fair, they might have been a version before Game Boy Color. Okay. So we'll give it to you, Adam. Game Boy. Sharon, did you have a clue? Yes. Not not one, no. (laughs) That was my first ever video game. The, um, The red version of Pokemon on the Game Boy Color yeah. First wow. video game I've ever played in my whole life. And you were wow. four? Uh, maybe six or <laughs> seven or five. Already somewhere, somewhere there. Six or seven. Yeah. Oh, by the way, it's important to mention uh, in between, in betwixt our two shows, betwixt. Uh, Adam celebrated his 28th birthday. Happy Ooh. birthday. Oh, yay. Happy Thank you very birthday, much. Uh, two days ago, I turned 28. Yeah, we celebrated his champagne birthday last year because he was 27 on the 27th. 28. And he's the same age as the Biebs. Baby's growing up. Two days apart from the Biebs? Yeah, two days apart from the Biebs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're living parallel lives. (laughs) Yeah. Happy birthday, Adam. He loved it so much he disappeared. Yeah. I Um, know. Well, want to know why? Um did you press f- the off button? Because he fell down. I ordered some food at home and it just it just got there. Okay. Here oh, I am. Nice. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's question for number two. Question number two is a sports question. Um, and this is just perfect for you to get ready for your dinner, Adam. Okay. Which boxer's ear did Mike Tyson bite off during a fight in 1997? Sharon. <laughs> Go, Sharon. Evander Holyfield. Yes. Good I would job, have never Sharon. known that. And you I know feel like didn't... this is the, the first time in a while that you each have got one. Or was it a couple weeks ago maybe you did that too? It's been a while. We're finding our balance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, before you move on, Sharon, I must say, because as we've discussed before, the cards often have fun words that they think are fun attached oh, to God. answers and or questions. Yeah. So the answer that they put for the one you just got, um, a Vander Holyfield, period. Brutal exclamation mark. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's true. Gosh, you look at the uh, footage from that. And, like, it's just a weirdo curiosity. Like, wow, I wonder how that happened. It's gross. Like, what are you doing, man? Yeesh. I don't think he was in uh, all of his mental facilities at that point to be doing that. He was that. in yep. too many mental facilities, yeah. perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a yeah. lot. Like, That was a lot to take in. Not unlike the Lenny Kravitz um, peekaboo, peekaboo story. Peekaboo. Yeah. <laughs> peekaboo, we're here. Soft leather. Hello. I think you I think you miss showing me that picture every so often. I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh soon enough, Kel. Yeah. <laughs> Bring the Kravitz back. Uh bringing the Kravitz. That's that's a new hat. That's a we're yeah. giving it new life. <laughs> Show me the Kravitz. <laughs> How about then we uh uh uncrypt? Is that a word? Decrypt? I like it. Take the crypt away? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Uh, the new music, actually, that we were going to talk about. It's Tears for Fears mm-hmm. that are closing in on about, uh, uh, like, 18 years since their last album. That's all. You know, just wow. doing thing, keeping it real. But uh, sounds great. Just incredible. It's so nice that they're back together after this many years and doing their thing. Um, and they were just doing other things, right? And time flies. We know that when you're having fun or not. Um, and Tipping Point was actually just released uh, by the time of this show. 
uh, about a week ago. So there's that, which is exciting because they're doing some shows too. Um, but it's the chicks that are heading out on tour for the first time since they dropped the Dixie part of their name, which they have said um, with everything that's been going on in the last few years, that all the ugliness surrounding the racial unrest, the straight up racism, that they couldn't defend having the word Dixie in their name anymore, knowing that the origin um, as a band name wasn't intended to have any racist undertones or anything like that, but they know that historically um, the term is hateful, negative, and that they couldn't obviously tolerate having it in their name anymore. So uh, I think that that's the true definition of uh, being woke. Yeah. Call Cece Peniston. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna call her through Instagram, but we'll see, we'll see if she takes my call. Uh, Dixie Chicks album is called, uh, sorry, what am I seeing? Old habits. The Chicks album is called Gaslighter. It's excellent, and uh, the shows to support it are going to run between June and August, a North American tour, see? I wonder if they'll, um, I feel like they'll extend it, probably. Yeah, well, yeah, why not? Although, what's troubling is, I don't, and, and I could be wrong, but, I mean, you would remember maybe more than me, Sharon, like, have they come to Montreal? Like, I feel like, Yes. No. Oh, they have? Okay, They good. did, during that whole... Uh, debacle of uh, when they had criticized George W. Bush okay. while they were in Europe and then everything blew up for them and country radio stations in the States stopped playing their music because of them sharing their opinion about the president at the time. Yeah. And I believe what they said was that they were ashamed. Yeah. Because of what he was doing. Mm -hmm. And of course you're entitled to your opinion, but no, I guess you're not. Uh, and they lost it. Meaning they lost everything that they had built to that point because everybody turned on them. Um, and obviously you still have to work. So they went to places that uh, didn't turn them away. Uh, and certainly Canadian fans of country music were very much on board. And they sold out stadiums here or big arenas anyways. Like we had them. I saw them. I've seen them in Montreal twice. And okay, great. both times okay. it's been incredible shows. Yeah, that was like, back in 2017. It's been five years already. There's that one. And then there was one in, I think it was, I want to say 2008. Okay. Wow. I want to say Because wasn't that. the debacle 2003-ish? With George and w. it was Bush? 2003. See, I uh, wanted to say eight, but I meant three. Okay. <laughs> well, I figured, but there was aftermath of years of them not being accepted. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like their career went sideways, like completely. And I and I, I won't say it out loud, but I, I think, because I, I don't want to paint the wrong artist, but I I know there was a, a massive country male artist yeah. who completely turned on them. Oh, I think it was, a... wasn't it Mr. AJ? I think so. What's his name? Alan AJ. Jackson. No, he wasn't the uh, perp. The perp. <laughs> oh, was it Dwight Yoakam? <laughs> no, they might have disagreed with what they said, but the one of the main ones was like a, like a contemporary. It was a, a newer artist, sort of along the oh. lines of of them. Okay. And and he was super smug and saying, you know, yeah. basically what the president was saying was just shut up and sing. Never yeah. mind your opinion. Why should you have one? Yeah. Shut up and sing. Imagine that. There's a, that's the name of the documentary. That, oh, is it? Okay. That they put together at that time. 
Uh, and the album, which title the title is escaping me in this moment. Just Didn't they I'm... also run over their albums with the tractors? In, oh like, yeah, Texas? they did a big uh, wow. come and you know dump your your uh, the all the albums, get rid of them here. We're providing a bin for you. It was a big wow. like rally inspiring kind of round of negativity. Like why would you do that? Yeah. Adam, like, could you quickly check Alan Jackson and Dixie Chicks? Because I'm wondering, I, I feel like he was, it was either him or Dwight Yoakam, because I feel like one of them was like, not on board with the chicks after that. I'm sure there was a few people that weren't on board, but who was the guy? He he wears a, a cowboy hat. Was it Jason? Ridiculous. <laughs> was it Jason Aldean? No. 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 Well, remember when um, um, the chicks opened the CMAs with Beyonce. Yep. Yeah. So apparently I've got an article here that says Alan Jackson reportedly walked out during their performance. So I wasn't wrong. Okay. Oh brother. But I don't okay. seem to Toby find Keith. any more. Toby Keith, that's it. You're right. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Toby Keith is another one. But now I'm mad at Alan Jackson. Like <laughs> why don't you shut up, Alan Jackson? Like Yeah, how Country do you, Music I... Feuds, Toby Keith versus the Dixie Chicks in two thousand twelve article. So here's a new one. Sharon Hyland and Alan Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Alphabetically, it works. We'd be sitting beside each other anyways. Um, I just I just have so little patience for ignorance like that. Like, music and, and the arts are supposed to be this great platform to, to share your thoughts and to really work it out, mm-hmm. you know? And we've seen artists that, you know, go extreme negative that way, and they don't get mainstream attention, but when you have an, when a president tells you to shut up and sing because you voiced your opinion, the president is supposed to be the president for everybody, not just mm-hmm. the people that voted for him. Mm. I don't like that. Yeah. I didn't like I'm... the tractors were used. Oh, as, a, <laughs> as a self-respecting farm girl, I'm like, I don't like that tractors were used to, to desecrate art, like to, to take out CDs. Like I was, I was, I was viscerally upset. But imagine, though, it's ridiculous. Let's burn our records or let's, you know, smash our CDs. Okay, do it. A, it's environmentally bad. But B, you've already spent the money. (laughs) So you're not hurting them. You just look dumb. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Yep, yep. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, like, I love the chicks. I love Natalie Maines. I just think all three of them are cool. They have such a great vibe together. And now I'm just looking forward to them hopefully coming back to Montreal. So I want to go see them. Oh, yeah. They're, they're so good live. And I think it's going to be a fantastic show. One last thing I would like to put out, not with the chicks, but I wish Mary J. Blige would come here. Because as far as I know, she's never been here. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea. Yeah, I'll call her after I get on with CC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> put in a put in a word with her, Sharon. You never know, you know. Mm. Um, so the whole big puzzle I was trying to create at the uh, start of the show about how one of the artists uh, from Scream Five, just because we were teasing the idea that there might be a Scream Six and that they've already, uh, was it that they've already approached Nev Campbell? Yep. Was that the story there? Yep. Because I got lost in my own puzzle of uh, it being Courtney Cox's daughter that is completely unimpressed by uh, famous people. Yeah. Which is no surprise. Her mother is very famous. So why would she then be surprised by anybody that her mother knows, which is a long list of, uh, of celebrities that seem to go to her house very regularly? 
And you know what's interesting, too, is, like, for example, if we use Blue Ivy as an example, like Beyonce and Jay-Z's, like, in a way, she reminds me, Blue Ivy, of, like, like a Janet Jackson when Janet was a baby because Janet grew up around, like, you know, uh, Stevie Wonder and, like, yeah. I'm sure Marvin Gaye, like, all these Mo- Motown acts. And, like, it was, it's no big deal, I'm sure, right? And it's the same thing for Blue Ivy. Like, she probably has Nas hanging out and then mm-hmm. Drake and, like, whoever else, like, hangs out, like Kanye West. With mommy and daddy. And, like, of course, like, you know, uh, Kelly Rowland is, I'm sure, like, Auntie Kelly. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of mind-boggling to know that her existence is surrounded by massive artists. Like, n- like not only her parents, but their friends. Mm-hmm. And it's just normal for them. Yeah, it's normal. Yeah. We could be friends with them. <laughs> I'm sure they'd love us. I... I have no doubt. I have no doubt I'd be a great friend to Janet Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) Can somebody please just let her know? Uh, Yeah, pass that along. (laughs) You guys ready for a 90s rewind? Let's do it. We're back. All right. Well, uh, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Uh, Yeah, 1997. You know what? I would bet that a number one song was at least one of the things that the Spice Girls wanted, and they got it right out of the gate with Wannabe. And, of course, they'd go on to become five of the 11 accounts followed by KFC on Twitter. Yes, I'll break it down for you again. Along with six guys named Herb. (laughs) Yeah. The five Spice Girls. I forgot about that. Yeah. The KFC follows 11 people. And it's (laughs) six guys named Herb and the five Spice Girls. And it's been like that for such a long time. I know. And you know what? I'm happy to know that many people that are hearing this right now are going to be going to Twitter after just to make sure that I am telling the truth. And it's still going to be that way. And it's going to be very exciting when you get there. So do it. (laughs) Uh, Badada. Badada. That's how you say Madonna in pop radio. Oh, I thought it was Uh, the baby's father or something. Madonna's the baby's father. What? Uh, No, Madonna wowed (laughs) the crowd with her work as Eva Perron. Oh, yes. Um, And yeah, brought some of the drama to Don't Cry For Me Argentina on our CD players at the time. Nice. Uh, The power and the crunch of Sheryl Crow's electric guitar kept her on the charts with uh, If It Makes You Happy for 25 weeks. 25 weeks. That's a long time. That's a lot of weeks, man. That's a lot of weeks. Yeah, so that would have meant that it started in the fall of 96, but we're in 97 right now. Yeah. Uh, similarly, 22 weeks after the first single from Black Street's second album, uh, next level, right? Another level. Uh, there we go. Yep. Um, after that, uh, hit the airwaves uh, kind of like 90s now, after 22 weeks, it was still happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no diggity was in the top 20. And 10 years after the great album, The Joshua Tree, you 2 had already started mixing things up when it came to uh, sounds and visuals. And for their third album of the 90s, the first single was in the top 20. And I believe it's one of Kelly's favorites. Let's see if I'm right. Discotech. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm. It, I nice. got to say, it doesn't sound like one of your favorites when a reaction like that. No, it is. It is. It's, I got. I got confused because I. I thought you were going with lemon, but that's not lemon. the right year, is it? Was lemon ninety seven? Uh, yeah, same album. No. Okay. Yeah. 
Why am I forgetting the but name? But remember, Bono oh. didn't like his work. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, that's still sort of like he likes uh, other U two fans like this. I believe he only liked Vertigo. Right. Yeah. Yep. That's a pretty good one to like. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, that's your 90s rewind. Good job, Sharon. Thank you. Know, my brain's sort of in a, a combination of since we've talked about Mexico, I kind of feel like I should be back there. <laughs> slash, I haven't had enough sleep in the past four nights because of the new job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You'll get just- in a rhythm, Sharon. It won't be long. I hope that happens. Yeah. Just before we <laughs> just before we wrap up, uh, yeah. Lemon was released in '93. Uh, oh, was Lemon on? Um, was oh, maybe. Was it early? What album was that? I it's thought it on, was '97. Um, I can't be trusted right now. It's on uh, oh. Zuropa. That's it. Okay, yes, so, you're right. Okay. Okay, so was it? Is it pop? Was that the album that had discotech? Said the person who put together yeah. the 90s Rewind and should have maybe jotted that down. Nothing can be so, left to chance with yeah. this brain. <laughs> Everything will be written down. I have I'm a Googling pen. as we speak. Oh. Yeah, so Discotech was on pop. Okay. See, I knew it. I yeah. knew it the whole time. <laughs> Very nice. And just before you wrap up, Sharon, again, another shout out to our, our super fan, Rachel Dixon from... Uh, Australia, Rachel. Yeah, actually, oh, no, Sharon, you're British. gonna have to go to the uh, the YouTube channel because you need to see. She wrote a whole message from our last show about a burner. She and thinks so- it's a burner. <laughs> so check it, it out. And just, like Rachel, we appreciate. Like every week, she literally chimes in on our YouTube channel and has like analyzed the entire show. Like she's like, we, I like this. That was cool that you mentioned that. Like, whatever it is, she listens to every single second of our show. Okay, so well, we here's one it. for you. Uh, Rachel, um, would you call, like, if you were going on a picnic or to spend the afternoon in a beautiful beach, on the one because there's a zillion of those in Australia, mm-hmm. um, and you were bringing, like, you know, bevies and snacks and stuff, would you put them in an esky? Get back to us. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard of that. I know. Me neither. But my friend Liza said. And, and I'd esky? like, actually, Rachel, if you could dispel this rumor, because my better half is convinced that if we were to ever visit Australia, it would be dangerous because we'd probably be bitten by something and die of, like, You would have to have a fist fight with a kangaroo. <laughs> is that true, Rachel? Can you <laughs> get back to us on that one? <laughs> That's good, yeah, because uh, Elaine is convinced that if we went there, we'd either be attacked by some sort of poisonous snake while we're sleeping at night or some sort of lizard that would, like... Like, get us soon. I have a friend that lives there, and she had, uh, when she first, it's been many years that she's been there, but um, her adjustment was spiders, that the oh, spiders okay. are fairly substantial. <laughs> like our you show. You can't just use a Kleenex to kill it. I think you have to put a bowl on it. You have to put a bowl on it, and if the bowl moves, you lose, and you have to move. Yeah. So, <sighs> there's that. <laughs> Thanks, friends. Well, this was fun. Yeah. You know what it was? It was a burner. thank you guys a lot (laughs) Uh, thanks for finding 90s now wherever it is that you do that and for taking us along on your walk and enjoy your trip to Twitter to make sure that uh, KFC actually does follow only 11 people they do Uh, and thank you for listening to 90s now still happening 